Dear listener, it's a great joy that you choose to join me. This is Adventist Soul Radio, the voice of hope. Please keep tuned to this station until the end. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. This is your favorite New Life program with interesting segments just for you. Patron will be having the Family Life segment by Pastor Kigundu Ndwiga. Today, he will talk about safeguards against getting too close. Thereafter, we'll be having the Bible segment by Brother Steve Rondu. He's going to be talking about Jonathan's steward of friendship. Before that, here's a song Biblia by Capstone Ministers. Kuwa ongoza, kuwa di 
kuadhimisha katika haki ili mtu wa Mungu awekamili amekamilishwa kila andiko lenye pumzi ya Mungu lafaa kwa mafundisho na kwa kuwaonya watu makosa yao kuwaongoza kuadhimisha katika haki ili mtu wa Mungu awe kamili amekamilishwa kila andiko lenye pumzi ya Mungu lafaa kwa mafundisho na kwa kuwaonya watu makosa yao kuwaongoza kuadhibisha katika haki ili mtu wa Mungu awe kamili amekamilishwa I hope that you've been blessed with that lovely song. Thank you for staying tuned. Let us now prepare to listen to Pastor Kigundu. Welcome, Pastor. Dear listener, we want to welcome you to our Abundant Life series, which is based on John 10 verse 10, where Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And I am convinced that this abundant life also involves our marriages. Today, I want us to look at eight safeguards against getting too close. A young married woman shared about her platonic relationship with a stay-at-home dad saying, "There is a stay-at-home dad in my neighborhood who has become my best friend. We take the kids to the park, shop, and even do our once a month cooking together. He's a great guy." Sirens, whistles, and red flags went off in my head. I wanted to scream, "No, don't be naive. Remove the blinders." put boundaries in place and build a hedge of protection around your marriage it was obvious she had no idea about the danger of this seemingly harmless situation after spending countless hours mentoring hurting marriages it is interesting to note that the songs explaining the reason for unfaithfulness seem to have the same chorus the story is always the same The unfaithful spouse develops a relationship that started as an innocent friendship. It was someone to talk to, someone who listened, and someone who cared. Therefore, it is crucial to erect boundaries in our personal lives that exist specifically to keep temptations at bay. The Bible in James 1 verse 14 to 15 tells us each one is tempted when by his own evil desire he is dragged away and enticed. Then after desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown gives birth to death. Temptation, enticement, desire, sin, death. Those are the steps infidelity takes. Because of that We have to put safeguards in place that keep us from stepping into those situations where temptations can take place. As we talk to hurting couples about advanced decisions needed to protect our marriages, we use an example of the line of trees planted along our farm. The previous owners had wisely planted the trees to provide a hedge of protection against the winds that rage across the savanna grasslands. When the hedge 
of trees are planted around any property, each tree is planted individually. But as the tree grows in size and strength, they work together to protect our farm from the unpredictable weather and wind. In the same way, we need to erect safeguards of protection around our marriages. That is, we need to make advanced decisions that will keep temptations at bay and to make the marriage a priority. Each safeguard that we erect around our marriage will do the same. Each time we make one advanced decision to protect our marriage, we are on our way to building a marriage that is marked by faithfulness and it's on way to lasting for a lifetime. So safeguard number one, choose wisely. Avoid spending unnecessary time with someone of the opposite sex. For example, if you are looking for a personal trainer at the local gym, choose someone of the same sex. Safeguard number two, share carefully. If you find yourself sharing things about yourself or your marriage that you haven't or you wouldn't share with your spouse, that is a red flag. Not all affairs are physical. An emotional affair is just as damaging. Safeguard number three. Stay in large public settings. Determine not to meet one-on-one with anyone of the opposite sex. If your coworker asks you or her to join you for lunch, ask a third person to join you as well. If necessary, don't hesitate to share the boundary you and your spouse have agreed upon in your marriage. I remember reading the story by Billy Graham, the great evangelist. He says Hillary Clinton wanted to talk to him and he told her, I don't eat with beautiful women in private. And so they went to a public place. Billy Graham, as we know, is somebody who has stayed on course for many, many, many years. And so we do well to learn from him. Safeguard number four, please don't be naive. You know, most people who end up in affairs don't set out to have one. Infidelity usually begins with an innocent relationship that in time moves to an emotional depth that crosses a line of fidelity. Safeguard number five, increase your investment at home. You see, solid marriages are built by spending time together, laughing together, and playing together. If you aren't dating your mate, set up dates for the coming months and make spending time together a priority. Safeguard number six, pay attention to your thought life. When all you think about is your spouse's fault, any other man or woman will look better. Make a list of the strengths that initially attracted you to your spouse. Increase encouragement and decrease criticism. Safeguard number seven. Please don't play the comparison game. You see, we all make mistakes, have bad habits and annoying behaviors. When we compare a new friend to our spouse, it's an unfair comparison because we aren't seeing that person in a living under the same roof taking care of the kids at 3 a.m., struggling to make ends meet reality. Safeguard number eight, seek help. Seeking help is a sign of strength and not a sign of weakness. A Christian counselor can provide valuable perspective and help set new strategies for marriage that can go a long, long, long way. 
And so, dear listener, I pray that these safeguards will help you protect your marriage. That you've enjoyed that family segment. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Do not forget to send us your thoughts about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100 Kenya, or email us through awr at Let us now listen to Capstone Ministers with the song Edemi. Shambala mungu lilipendeza adamu Na hawa walifurahia kumbe shetani akaingia shabani akafanya maskani yake Edeni shambala mungu lilipendeza adamu Na hawa walifurahia kumbe shetani akaingia shabani akafanya maskani yake Chunga shetani huyu Ibilisia mdanga nyifua Awe mbali nawe Mbali nawe Masike aka kujaribu Kama adamu na ehawa Chunga shetani huyu Ibilisia mdanga nyifua Awe mbali nawe Mbali nawe Masike aka kujaribu Kama adamu na ehawa Tulo andali wana mungu, tuli 
Tuende nafsi zetu na shetani asije akajipenyeza moyoni ili tupate kurithi uzima Tulo andaliwa na Mungu chunga shetani huyu ibilisi mdanganyifu awe mbali nawe mbali na wewe akakujaribu kama adamu na hawa Shetani huyu ibilisi mdanganyifu awe mbali nawe mbali na wewe asije akakujaribu kama adamu na hawa chunga shetani huyu ibilisi mdanganyifu awe mbali nawe Akakujaribu kama adamu na hawa chunga shetani huyu Thank you once again for staying tuned to our station. It is time for the Bible segment. Brother Steve, welcome and bless us with the word. Jonathan, steward of friendship. Our key text this day comes from the book of 1st Samuel chapter 18 reading verse 1 through to 4. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. From that day Saul kept David with him and did not let him return to his father's house. And Jonathan made a covenant with David Because he loved him as himself, Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow and his belt. The young David had just saved the day by killing the Philistine giant Goliath, and Saul drafted the young hero to join his staff. Jonathan loved David as himself and pledged his loyalty and friendship in a covenant, which he confirmed by giving David the shirt of his back as well as his robe, sword, bow and belt. Jonathan's covenant with David became a covenant that will serve generations after them. Author Eugene Peterson explains the sacramental nature of friendship and how Jonathan's friendship was recognition of God's blessings on David. Friendship is a much estimated aspect of spirituality. It's every bit as significant as prayer and fasting. Like the sacramental use of water and bread and wine, friendship makes what common in human experience and turns it into something holy. Friendship with David complicated Jonathan's life enormously. He risked losing his father's favor and willingly sacrificed his own royal future. Jonathan's friendship was essential to David's life. It is highly unlikely that David could have persisted in serving Saul without the friendship of Jonathan. Jonathan in striking contrast to his father the son God in David comprehended the danger and difficulty of his anointing and made a covenant of friendship with him Jonathan's friendship ended David's soul in a way that Saul hated never did We don't usually think of friendship as a gift we must steward we more often think of it as a benefit for ourselves but Peterson elaborates on the sacrificial nature of David and Jonathan's friendship 
Jonathan lived out his covenantal friendship with David in a hard circumstances. The friendship covenant served God's purpose in David, but Jonathan got little or no emotional reward. Jonathan never saw David again after helping him escape from Saul. For the rest of his life he served in Saul's court, fighting with his father in the Philistine wars and accompanying him presumably on the David hunts. But the circumstances didn't cancel out the covenant. Rather, the covenant was used in the purpose of God to overcome the circumstances. Many a covenantal friendship is lived out similarly in Saul's court, in marital, family work, cultural conditions and that are hostile to avoid intimacy. But it's the covenant, not the conditions, that carries the day. Jonathan's stewardship made all the difference in God's plans. It's a great thing to be a Jonathan. Without Jonathan, David was at risk of either abandoning his vocation and returning to the simple life of tending sheep or developing a murderous spirit of retaliation to get even with the man who was despising the best that was within him. He did neither. He accepted Jonathan's friendship and in receiving it, received confirmation of Samuel's earlier anointing to king work and the God-dominated imagination that made it possible to live and by God's spirit in song and story. How is stewardship of friendship an active endeavor? In what ways does friendship allow others to fulfill their destinies? And in what ways are friendships covenants? I call upon you this day to look at friendship of whatever nature to be a stewardship relationship. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for the friends that you have provided for us. Lord, teach us how to look at our friends and see a gift from heaven. Father, teach me how to have a covenant with another person, Lord, who is a friend, and keep that covenant in prayer for each other. I have prayed all these things, trusting and believing in the mighty name of our Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We are grateful for the time you have accorded us today. Let us meet right here at Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through Nairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a friend and presenter Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. Na 
mafuta yaliyo mwandani yake jangalia pesi kuyatambua mawazo na makusudi ya moyo biblia biblia ni mambo yote kila andiko lenye kumzia mungu kwa mafundisho na kwa kuwaonya watu makosa yao kuwaongoza kuadhibisha katika haki ili mtu wa Mungu awe kamili amekamilishwa kila andiko lenye kumzia Mungu lafaa kwa mafundisho na kwa kuwaonya watu makosa yao kuwaongoza kuadhibisha katika haki ili mtu wa Mungu awe kamili amekamilishwa
akafanya maskani yake chunga shetani huyu ibilisi ndanganyifu awe mbali nawe mbali nawe akakujaribu kama adamu naye hawa chunga shetani huyu ibilisi ndanganyifu awe mbali nawe mbali nawe akakujaribu kama adamu naye hawa